Hello and welcome to the Denver Diatribe, a weekly podcast of news, culture, and stuff as it pertains to Denver, Colorado, the hottest city between hell and Mordor. I'm Josh. Joining me today at Five Points Media Center are Jared and Ron. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. And as usual, our man behind the glass, Julian Mondragon. One of the S. This week we have um, funny man Ben Roy. Hello. Waka waka. Yeah, I, I tried to get a horn, like a bike horn to <laughs> yeah. enter with. Like, uh, yeah, but it's not in it. And we're also going <laughs> to... That's your one. That's your one for the show. You used it pretty quick. That's, that's pretty good. That's good. That's good. I may call on it. If I raise this hand, will you will you do it real? Can we can we get it on deck? Will Am you I on Josh? Come on. That's no. You, you can do two. All right. Because you shot your load pretty early. All right. There. Let's be sparingly with this last one. All right. Um, we're also going to talk about the uh, what everybody's talking about the fires. Um, I don't know that. I hope we can offer some new perspectives on that, but it's definitely something that we should um, mention. But we can't not talk about it. No, you can't. Yeah, it's sort of unavoidable when it's like right in your it's face. It's irresponsible. It is irresponsible. As as fine journalism, uh, it's really our duty to talk about what everything talk about what everybody else is talking about. That's right. But before we talk to um, Ben Roy about what he's doing with uh, funny things, we're gonna do our newsy bits. Um, the first is a update um, on the Onions AV Club, which it has, ended. It, it ended. ended last Friday. Right, it was the last day. But they're also the the news that we think is news. So you, it's sort of a, it's sort of a rumor going around. Uh, started started by some other folks that you know they're they're pretty reputable news sources. Yeah. Uh, saying that the AV Club is planning to completely delete their. Archives. Yeah. I, why? Why though? That any? That no. Because it takes up so it. much space. <laughs> yeah. And no, they they just bought a bunch of it's stuff. Something that um, newspapers and other outlets you will see them do when they close up an entity, and it's happened to me before. It's like you're working for a place, and you develop this whole huge online archive of all your past articles, and then it um, then thing shuts down, and not only is it shut down, they just they just take the entire thing offline. Right. So I don't know. It can't be an issue of you know the cost of hosting a bunch of you know, text. Right. No, it has something to do with like maybe ongoing maintenance, or there might be some cr- contractual issues where you, you're not allowed to even um, be hosting that. See, content this anymore, this raises really... raises the question of problems with electronic books and electronic media is that it can be erased. You know, yeah, right. it can be erased. It can go away. I mean, yeah. you think about it. Okay, I'd, I don't want to get too grandiose about what the AV Club was, but I really do sincerely think over the last six years, AV Club has been this archive of arts and culture in Denver right. and, and Boulder. Like a historical record, it, even. Yeah, I right? think it is worthy of historical record. You're keeping track of all the musicians that came through town, all the comics that came through town, all the different uh, theater, food, and, the yeah, food, what was all happening, this what stuff. nightlife was, yeah. If you delete that, you're you're really taking away a big part of our history. You're you're killing it. It just doesn't make any and, sense. And and with the media part of it, it makes it makes we never see what happens to it. But if it had been that this was all on paper, 
And they were out just in front of the building burning. burning. It. <laughs> <laughs> it would have had a whole different feel. Well, or they just dump it. They well, dump it in done. the flat have river. Bonfire. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. Does, it does make you think about the the way in which, like, how everything has gone digital. Yeah, I mean, if these were a bunch of newspaper articles that got published, it'd be like we wouldn't be able to access them anyway in the day be- days before the internet. But what it is now is like even a writer's um, entire work history. Their, their entire work platform exists in a search engine, right? right? So if you Google someone's name because you're thinking about hiring them as a freelancer, and all of those past articles come up, right? And, and you can reference those. Or if you're putting out a resume, you include links. You don't include clips anymore. No one likes right. You can't clip out a thing. You can create a PDF. I've done that before just to save it. But you include links to your past work. And this has happened to me where it's like I would went to go include, you know, you're rushing, you're trying to find a new job, put together a thing, and you're like, Okay, I'm going to link to this, and it's a dead link. You know how shitty yeah. is that? Just you'll be applying for jobs, and they click on your, you know, the thing that you're going to be offering them as your an example of your work, and it's just a dead link. It doesn't exist. Yeah, it goes yeah. Nowhere. Well, I hope they uh, recycle the stories. I, I, I hope well, they don't end still, up in the landfill. It is still online, so I encourage folks go out there, jump on, and and get get your dose of AV Club Denver before Denver Boulder before it goes away. That's hopefully, right. hopefully somebody at the Onion comes up with a witty headline. <laughs> to spoof this, you know, free, free thinking satire newspaper destroys all its writers. You know, to me, it's surprising that, you know, um, regardless of whether even though it's a satirical paper, that it's surprising that they would do to me, it's surprising that they would do this. But there's no yeah. there's no reasonable re- reason from a public perspective, I don't think. No. Um, moving on. The um, Olympics are coming. Maybe. <gasps> Olympics. The yeah. Denver Olympics. Olympic Bid Committee, um, surprise, surprise, voted unanimously to pursue. To, to pursue the, what, the 2022? Yeah. yeah. So 2022 yeah. Olympics. Olympics. Right. I hope to still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We know for sure you'll still be walletless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I hope they put the village out on a, like, Colfax West. Like way out west by Saturdays, <laughs> yeah. they, make, they make everybody have to ride the 15 and not the L. Yeah, you can't ride a limited. You got to make all 347 stops between, you know, wherever Kivas or wherever that is, all the way down to. But this downtown. is this is sort of a dating situation because we are Denver has the reputation of being the only city in history uh, that has rejected. An offer of the Olympics, so we we had the opportunity to do it, and we said no. When was this? Back in the seventies. Yeah, it was oh, 19, seriously. And I actually, I actually uh, let me. Uh, but his, history, Jared. Here we go. Nineteen seventy-six. Wiki, Jared. Give me the horn. Give me yeah. the horn. History, history, Jared's up. Okay. <laughs> so, taking you back to 1972, when uh, Colorado submitted a bid for the uh, 1976 Olympics, was awarded. You know, it's a big deal. You were, you know, you were in the running with all these other sure. s- uh, cities and states. Awarded it, and uh, then head of the Colorado Gen- General Assembly, Richard Lamb, Dick Lamb, uh, uh, started this movement to reject the Olympics. They were arguing that this was going to cause huge environmental impact it was going to cost the state more than it was worth and well, sure uh, use that and push the uh, <laughs> push the issue toward a uh, a vote and the state voted to reject the olympics and they had already done a lot of planning uh here in denver to do it the the olympic village where it was actually supposed to be 
you know when you're driving up Park Avenue West, and yeah. now they've uh, it used to be just these huge empty lots, but now it's like this uh, kind of loft looking affordable housing. This yeah, year. right. They had bulldozed an entire neighborhood. Yeah, and I lived across the Olympic street from Village. that when they did that. Really? Yeah. yeah, and it was funny because those because I lived on 25th and Glenarm, um, and it's right there. It's right where. Glenarm and Tremont meet Park Ave. Yep. Uh, and yeah, they were yeah. all, like, they were Section 8 housing. I mean, just real gnarly housing. I mean, it sure. was, you know, and I just pictured, like, they had left a lot of Olympic memorabilia inside them as well, like gift bags. <laughs> I just picture, you know, you'd have, like, like low-income families coming out with draped in flags <laughs> and, and, like, Olympic ring running suits being like, I'm going to get on the podium, you know? Like, it was a really, like, it was amazing how dilapidated that housing became, yep. that, yep. that, that yeah. area. They just 70, 70s construction right there. But, yeah. And so now we're, you know, circling back around, and Denver, uh, I think, would be in a pretty good position to – do that but is it is it the same or do we still have the same concerns as in the 70s i mean should well we sure i mean it's definitely this? there's a I, I would imagine that the olympics come at a cost the epic waste of money that is the olympics in well i mean it's not a direct it's not a direct i give take back i mean it's it's over time you, you know like i mean think about the international exposure okay jo- josh you're you're the si- you're single so talk about <laughs> playing true. the odds here once you <laughs> we do we discuss that josh very, needs to play up his single very very single on the show. ladies <laughs> Call me. <laughs> also, don't have a wallet, so <laughs> just stand it right up front. Uh, no, uh, what I was going to say is that you know, if you've been rejected once before, are yeah. you going to go back to jilted? The, you've been jilted. Are you going to go back to that water? Yeah, you hole? desire it more, don't you? Oh, you Ooh. think they'll say yes because they got denied once before? Yeah, they're like, "What's up? Oh, right? What's up? Look who Steve. wants me now! Look Dow who wants me Steve. now!" I like this. I think okay. it's a different. I, I think though that that Denver seems to have changed pretty much yeah. since the seventies. <laughs> since the seventies, gives you that impression. Like, hey, you know, I mean, I wasn't even. But I think I think they're going to go after it. I think sure there's enough. This city will. You know, okay. if the if the uh, if the DNC hasn't left a bad taste, the, the Democratic <laughs> National Convention yeah. has I mean, left the a bad taste. Is you know these, and it's been proven like in in other countries where they spend humongous amounts of money, public money, to build all of this infrastructure that a lot of times becomes completely irrelevant after the Olympics. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like the birds nest, anymore, and it's and it beca- it's really good for the elites in that country or that city or state. Sure. But for the regular person, it doesn't really benefit them that much. It's going to cost thirty million dollars just to put the, the bid together. At least thirty million dollars just for us to say we want to put together a bidding package. And right. if we win it, there's going to be billions of dollars that. Um, either the state or they're going to have to raise to do this. And sure. I heard um, um, on the ColoradoIndependent.com, uh, one author put it in a, in a way that I can sort of understand. The only way to me it would be like really, really worth it is if the resulting infrastructure ha- was something like a some sort of public transportation or rail line up I-70. If, that, yes. if that's what we got out of it, that would be something that would be a long-term That's 100% benefit. true, but I'm going to throw in diving platforms. Yeah, and it's still the Olympics. So <laughs> it's so it, the Winter Olympics, Josh. So. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's the Olympics, so it's not going to be like we're going to get another light rail line. We're going to get like a monorail that runs out there or something. You know what I mean? It's with ca- with Europass. Yeah, exactly. Europass. Yeah. <laughs> it runs like our Europass. You can go from, from uh, DIA to East Colfax. <laughs> And then uh, from like Minsk to somewhere else, you know, like <laughs> those are the only. I, I don't. I don't. 
I don't understand it personally, but uh, I think this is how a committee gets formed to, it's true. to vote it down. <laughs> it's true. I think we voted it down. Uh, this, this next newsy bit, I don't know if it warrants commentary, but it's it's something that I noticed that uh, people are going batshit crazy because of the heat. They're, yeah, they are. I mean, a, a cop got really shot at, at Jazz in the Park. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, a police officer, a friend of Mayor Hank. Mayor Hancock's. Right. And, Who had recently moved a, here from Detroit. Uh, very well. <laughs> so she survived officer. Detroit. <laughs> and got shot. And got shot at jazz in the park. At a, an outdoor jazz festival. No, I, yeah, and then that's not all that's going on. I mean, there have been shootings uh, several days. I just, I think I read, it was either yesterday or this morning, that another police officer has uh, was oh, shot seriously? in another skirmish in Aurora. Yeah, it's hot. People are shooting each other. People are angry. People are freaking out. That's right. And, uh, yeah, it's a little scary. I, I think everybody's tense about everything else that's going on. Too. Is it the heat or is it bath salts? I can't understand. The media coverage <laughs> no, no, is either no, no, bath no, salts no, no. or no, heat no faces or fires. Have been eaten, it wasn't bath salts. Did you hear that, though? It wasn't bath salts. It wasn't bath salts. That guy just weed. had weed in his system, you know? Oh, like, they, seriously? They, yeah. they did a toxicology report on the guy, the, the Miami cannibal, and found that, yeah. Where did no, bath salts even come from, then? Because he was naked, and that's like and, – and his demeanor was very – Bath typical salty? of, but yeah, it was bath salty. I'm probably the only one in this room that's actually done bath salts. I, oh really? Uh, well, by yeah. Joe. Have you did really? You, did you? Yeah, flat? yeah. I had a friend that was like at the wedding. Last I got. <laughs> <laughs> was this earlier this week when you sent that crazy ass email? <laughs> no, he no. just ate the face no, off but the that was bath salty. It was totally. I thought I thought it was hysterical. You don't know how long it took to craft that. <laughs> an extraordinarily bizarre email. But it was following you guys, sending me to the Blue Bear. Yeah, we it was, did. It was, it was, it was, you have to do some context here. Yes, in, in context, Josh didn't show up for a meeting, and so we, we tried to trick him into showing up at the Blue Bear on uh, they said Sunday that, morning. They said that Sunday morning the Knicks brothers were going to tape us and that I had lines. And you had to <laughs> be there at 9 a.m. I needed sure to, to wear this sure specific shirt script, and be at the Blue Bear at 9 a.m. on Sunday. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, awesome. so, so but, yeah, bath, but bath salts. We digress. Back bath salts. <laughs> You're so it? curious. Was, yeah, no, I want to know. I mean, it, I, uh, it was horrible. Was it? <laughs> it was, uh, not so you is it you, you, cru- you crush it and you snort it? You do. Yeah. You do. Does it, it look like, like, like something like really a packet from it, your I grandma's with like flowers look. on it and you crush it I up? I did not give it a good look. I know that it was like, why were you feel euphoric for about 10 minutes? What were you just. Why were you? Were you like? What were you? Why were you doing? <laughs> like nobody. Like it's not something somebody. Why do you do anything? You, you yeah. know, it just was. I'll. I have to off mic. I'll give you a con- more okay. context because there's other people that are incriminated in this. Okay. Yeah, you well. will. Uh, well, when else are you going to be in Akron, Ohio? <laughs> yeah. I say when in Akron. You yeah. Know? Try like, some bath salts. I've never done bath salts. You know, it, it was like it was like as as like any drug like that is it was pretty euphoric for about 10 minutes and then it was self-loathing and anger and uh, <laughs> face eating like, I, uh, yeah and face eating i never did bath salts i did free base calgon one time <laughs> I did. did it take you away yeah it did it did it did and then i pulled my foreskin off for some reason i don't know what it was about but that's like but like i always wonder like bath salts <laughs> on the outside of the body are supposed to do the exact opposite you know what they were sold right, at a, apparently they they were sold at a head shop so it was 
It wasn't like, oh, let's go right. down this aisle and try snorting this. Exactly. <laughs> and the, you're selling bath salts to people who are the least likely to bathe. You know, his <laughs> head shop, like, patrons are not going to be bathing. You know, that's, that's, my, that's right. I, yeah, I don't know. But it's amazing that you do. <laughs> I did. And I don't. Kids? Kids? <laughs> Milo? Oh, by the way, we, hit me. <laughs> we have Ben Roy's son here. Milo on is the right couch. there. Like, can we get another camera shot of Milo? <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. This, yeah, Milo, don't do methamphetamine. Uh, you know, methamp <laughs> methamphetamine's fine because it's made with cold medicine. And if the nice people at SC Johnson Wax don't know what's good for you, then who does? <laughs> Anyway, all right. The last, the last newsy bit. We're we are so time constrained here. But, um, I'm just gonna say it. The uh, um, Blitz and Trapper, the band, now uh, has a side project band that they've uh, named Denver, which I think is the worst band name ever. Probably yeah. as much as I like the city, bad band name. Yeah, I, I agree. What's the thing about? And they're Naming not projects or bands after cities. There's like a you ton of them. Wait, wait, what are, what's Especially the list? since they're not there's, from I mean, the Beirut. list is endless. Beirut, Beirut, Beirut Chicago, Phoenix, Chicago, Boston. 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 But then you get, like, of Montreal. If you start adding things to it, it's, mm -hmm. in, uh, um, like, or countries, Portugal, the man. Texas is the reason. States, Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. It's, yeah, there's it's, no shortage. It, yeah, but, I mean, Denver, for some reason, it just doesn't. It's like. No, it doesn't. Good night, Phoenix, we're Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that the name Denver evokes something for people in other places than Denver. Like, we know it because we live here and we have sort of a context of what it's like. For other people, it's like it, it does have a totally different, more mythical connotation. Like, if you, <laughs> it does. In, it does. in other countries, like in, um, in the UK, Denver is a pretty common name for both men and women oh seriously yeah like Why people will name their their kids or in australia it's because you know i'll be like surfing around or you go on youtube and you search denver mm -hmm. right? right and sometimes it'll be like but they're talking about this uh you know this uh it is hockey player or something like that named denver it is of old english and french origin and the meaning of denver is green valley also possibly a variant of the french surname denvers meaning from embers Wow. Look at that! Uh, I thought I was the historian and you here. You already having used up both your horn uses. You can't. We can't use it after that. Yeah. That's, Denver. To me, if you're from Denver, you're not going to want to listen to an album that's going to be no. You know what I mean? But I maybe other people would think it's got an Americana type. I don't know what. The, when I was in Europe be. and I told people I was from Colorado, they all thought I was a cowboy. Really? Yeah, right. It's a it's a it Western is. connotation. It is. Yeah, it's a very Western connotation. So, yeah, and they think we live in the mountains. Uh, so yeah, that's it. But the they didn't it's... they didn't know that you had done bath salts and that. At, at that point, I had not. At that point, I was yeah. bath salts virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I had not yet been enlightened that by the salts. That you're a traveled man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Listeners, if you ever want to share a news story with us, rant about something we said, or shower us with gifts of Denver CDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Denver albums. Please leave a comment on DenverDiatribe.com. Like us on Facebook or drop a line at 720-282-YELL. Yep. All right. So, yeah, we, now, Ben Roy. Ben Roy yeah. is here. We're ben so Roy, uh, if you haven't t uh, guessed already, he's funny. Yay. Hey. Funny guy. Hey. Funny guy. Hey. So, um, That's a nice thing to say. Why don't, you, why, don't you, why don't you tell us about your CD? I mean, it's... Uh, it's called I Got Demons. And actually... Uh, 
I got to give credit to two people uh, that weren't on this, to Adam Caton Holland and Andrew Orvidal, who I did not thank, who are like my best friends. Uh, you didn't thank them on the album? No, I didn't thank them on the album. Screw them. I forgot. I was like, they probably I probably inhibited leaving. you in the end, let's be honest. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, well, yeah, I mean, isn't it Adam that's introducing you at the beginning? Yeah. 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 I mean, I that's just close enough. He's on there. He got some audio there. time. But um, no, I, and my wife did the layout and, uh, you know, this uh, it, uh, this uh, very talented um, makeup artist helped us w- with the art and everything. So we did it all ourselves. Yeah. And, um, but it but it was, um, it was produced a, or funded by illegal illegal, illegal Pete's. Pete's yeah and actually originally it was supposed to be put out on a, on a label and uh, just decided after a number of just it was this album took so long to put out because of some problems with the recording and whatnot that had to be corrected that in the end uh, I had talked to illegal Pete's and they're doing a lot of awesome stuff right now with the starving artist program and with um, greater than collective and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so they had uh, agreed to put it out, and it's been great. Pete Turner's the man. I love that dude. And Virgil Dickerson from Suburban Home. So, 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 um, I mean, so much, of, so much of comedy is 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 like performing live. Do you, do it take a different approach when you think that somebody's going to be sitting in their car in traffic listening to you? No, and in fact, I tried not to mention. That this was a live CD taping. There's not a single mention sometimes on on recordings you get that. I, I wanted this to feel like you were going to see a show, and right. I think it does. I mean, anybody right. who's seen me would say that this feels like just an, a show that you're at of mine. Yeah. It's, it's loud. Um, there were parts that were cut out uh, where a person came up on stage during the taping that we used. Because we taped it over three nights, but the majority of what we used was taped on a particular night where a guy came up on stage. And dry humped your leg? No, he tried to fight me. <laughs> what? Yeah, and we cut it out. It was amazing. He <laughs> he got, he wouldn't shut up during it, and then I just kind of went off on him, and he happened okay. to be the front seat, and he stood. <laughs> and the audio from that is amazing. I was, wanted to put it as the hidden was, track. Was though. he upset about the Rice Krispies bit? Was no. He's like, you, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, I love America. No, he was Rawr! upset about... Uh, the fact that I kept telling him to shut up. Yeah, like, right. Because yeah. he would talk dirt. I don't care if after a joke you're like just chiming in and yelling. I don't have a problem. It's when you're talking nonsense shit during a setup of a joke. So there's like a pause before the punchline right during my setup. And then he'd talk right there. <laughs> yeah. And that's like the most annoying part. And I kept telling him. And then finally I was like, get out. Get out. And... He it got real quiet and then on the recording you can hear the whole crowd audibly gasp like because <gasps> he's on stage with me and I have the mic in my hand at my side cupping the top of it because I think I'm gonna hit him with the with mic. A cage <laughs> in the temple or something and he turned around and stepped down and you can hear me with the mic beside me go that was almost the dumbest thing you did all night and then he's walking down the hall and it's dead silent and then I was like. And follow me on Twitter. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so the crowd, it took eight minutes to get them out of that hole because it got real quiet. And on the – I'll have to play it for you. On the recording, you can hear a guy who must have been sitting by one of the mics uh, in the audience go, uh, buzzkill. Like yeah. You can hear somebody say that. It killed the whole oh, – yeah. So that's all on this recording. But by the end of it, it had almost galvanized – 
us together, and right. they were ready to yeah. follow why, me. Why didn't you include that on there, even as a track? Um, because when we listened to it, the original label that I was going to put out with, and this guy is great, um, it was with Stand Up Records, this guy Dan Schlissel, uh, his and I want to say that his help throughout the editing because he edited it and did a great job. Well, he felt that it took away from, um, and it did. If you listen to it, it, it was like being in the crowd. It, it took really you was away a buzzkill for everybody. It, yeah, yeah. And I had a recording of his wife calling in that left the most brilliant voicemail. And we lost that as well. Dude's wife? Oh. The guy's wife called and left this voicemail that we listened to afterwards. She was she's a city council member. Uh, and her husband. <laughs> they were both gets better and better. They were hammered. And who? Uh, I'm not gonna say. Oh, oh, you're a good God. man. Sell it on eBay. Uh, I will. But but it, the the voicemail was like he he was rude. He was. Uh, he, he was racist. But I love him. Uh, and he said, because I made a comment that they felt was racist, which wasn't racist at all. And uh, so then they just, like, this long diatribe about how the food tasted and how bad I was. <laughs> like, going back and forth between me and the food. It was brilliant. <laughs> and it would have made a great track at the end, but they erased it, I think, un intentionally, because I think the comedy works didn't want to be implicated. Right, so, right. Yeah. so a current sitting... City council member? That's yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, Jerry I'm going to come up. I'm going to look. I'm gonna, you know, I'm just, I just want to look. I'm just trying to think. According in my to her, now she didn't leave her vo uh, on the voicemail, but she said, I'm a city council member and we've never been treated like that anywhere and we're going to complain about the, whatever. It's the private food. business. And yeah. 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 So awesome. let's listen to a track. Yeah. Let's cool. listen to a track. Uh, this is uh, this is from early in the CD. Let me say this to a bunch of you uh, look like you're young professionals or whatever. Um, so I just want to say this as a side note real quick. Uh, if any of you are professionals and you work in a business where you give clients of yours your cell phone number, maybe you're a lawyer or you're an insurance agent or like a psychiatrist and you give your number to your clients so we can call you and we need help, don't use ringback tones on your cell phone. And I'll explain why. I had just been in a car accident, right? I'm standing outside my smoldering piece of shit car, right? And my insurance agent says, call if you have a problem, right? So I pick up the phone and I call my insurance agent on his cell phone and this is what I get. Please enjoy this music while your party is reached. Fly like a G6, like a G6. Like a G6, like a G6. Fly like a G6, like a G6. Hey, it's Dan Peterson. How can I help you today? What the fuck is that? I'm sorry, Dan. I didn't realize I was calling you. I thought I was calling your daughter about a belly chain. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. And that's the start of it. It gets a lot more. Yeah, so that so that's Ben Roy from I Got Demons. It's a it's a really great CD. I bought it right when it first came out in April, and I, I've I've listened to it several times, and it just gets better and better for me. I'm not I'm not just blowing smoke up in your up your ass because you're right here right now. Yeah, 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 and within striking distance. I really do enjoy it. Yeah, I'm happy with it. What's funny is is that you you know this is all stuff. The advice that I was given when I was recording it was to record. St get rid of the stuff that you want to get rid of and, you know, do it in, in chronological order, you know, the, in the order at which I had written stuff. So 
that's what I did. So a lot of the newer stuff is so much different, different, and may contradict and seem hypocritical to the things that I've said before. But you develop and grow. Right, right. And I think I hope that I do. I hope that in some respect, that my last CD and my first CD I ever released, um, the two people that recorded that hate each other. You know, like I hope that it gets to a point where I, I look back and I'm like, that first CD was written by this asshole. And this, my last CD is really like this, I hope, an evolutionary. Gandhi. Right. Yeah. It, no, I, you know, I can't see myself as a Gandhi type <laughs> guy. You know, Gandhi. Maybe Gandhi on bath salts. Gandhi wouldn't have swore in front of his kid and, <laughs> and, and plied him and, you know, like just anesthetized him with video games on his cell phone while he was recording <laughs> and trying to make his way. But I think the newer stuff, I'm really excited to record this next CD and I, there's so much stuff that I want to do differently. Yeah. You know, and that's why I, this process has been good. Yeah. You know, I like it. Well, we have two that we're going to give away, but where would you – and how are we going to give these yeah, away? Yeah, we're, we're going to – just like uh, just like the tickets that we're giving away for Anthony Ruptak's concert on July 10th, we're giving these away to uh, email subscribers. Yeah. Just subscribe to the podcast, and we're going to give away two CDs. And, we'll, and we'll mail them and to And the you. liner notes, this is why you want to get these. You want You want to see the inside. Uh, see, now you're just making me feel bad that I bought it on iTunes. Come on. You didn't see the inside? I haven't seen the inside oh, of the CD. Oh, dude. This is see, I went, I went to the CD release party and called it good. Yeah. Well, see, here – yeah. And I <laughs> – here's my thing with that. How much that. support do you need from me, really? <laughs> so we recorded – we recorded – we I, this should be in the reviews. So everybody's like, well, who are the beautiful women on the front? And that's <laughs> it's so good, and nobody sees that when they buy it okay, on well, iTunes. Don't, don't show it. All right. So if you haven't seen the cover, it's it's uh, it's Ben standing, and he's he's got an angry face, and then there are two uh, naked ladies holding uh, a martini glass and a champagne glass, uh, and you see their see their booties, uh, and then apparently when you open up the inside, you get to see ah uh, yes, yeah. they're, they're drag they're drag queens. Brilliant. Okay, so. So you'll have to Don't see the inside. Away. Yeah, we're gonna give these away. We did that too. Can we keep talking? Well, I want to. I, wanna, I just real quick want want to get your your opinion about. Um, yeah. you, you know Greg Baumhauer, and, and he commented on Facebook like two days ago. Mm -hmm. He's another comedian in Denver, saying that it's it seems to him that that um, comedy has gotten so popular that that we're almost reaching a. Uh, tipping point of of saturation of comedy nights mm -hmm. i mean is that is that possible do you think i mean i think it's a moot point who cares you yeah. know what i mean like <laughs> right, like right. like it like him saying that is going to stop you know and i love House Greg. Of blues it's not from hosting yeah. yeah i mean everybody uh, the the thing is i know all the people that have started rooms and it's one of those situations where somebody will call out the actual action that that they feel it's getting saturated but nobody will point fingers at who's doing it and right. who's oversaturating the scene because everybody that's starting a room, they're good people. They're just looking to have their own mic. There, there's a number of clubs here, but there's only a very limited amount of stage time. And right. everybody's just trying to create their own place where they can do some sort of substantial amount of time on stage. Right. You know, I mean, unfortunately, will it lead to an over? Maybe, but... In the end, I, I think that what the hell is the harm? It's, it's going to happen Sure, anyway. if there's enough comedians to take up the time. And I think that what everybody's doing, you know, I mean, they're all just trying to, you know, all these guys that are starting something are just trying to contribute. You know, right. I mean, they're not 
doing it out of any negative thing. And I think it's a natural process. I think that the bubble will burst. It would happen regardless of Because it's been blowing up over the last couple of years. Yeah, this city is ridiculous. Like, it, 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 when I started eight years ago, the comedy scene was two open mics. Mm -hmm. um, and then what you could get at Comedy Works is great. But Comedy Works is where you want to be. In between then, you've got to find stage time. And Wendy, the owner of Comedy Works, will tell you that. So do I – I mean, I just think it's it's just everybody – like, it's – the people that made the rudest comments are not comics. Um, and even Greg's comment was just merely a question. You know, I think he was sure, just prodding sure, it. Sure. Um, the people outside of it that made comments like, you need to weed out morons out of this and – Blah, blah, blah. Well, you go ahead and tell them. You tell the guy who's – and I know the guy who's running that – who's who's trying to start that room at Hard Rock. You do that, and he'll punch you in your face because he's kind of a bigger dude. You know, like – and he's a nice guy. Like, he's not trying to hurt anybody, you know? Like, yeah. why do you care? Yeah, right. You know, like, you should – more comics should be concerned with why – the people who are mad about that should be concerned with why are you ineffectual as a comic? Why aren't you on the road? Why aren't you – doing you know that's what you should be concerned about yeah um don't concern yourself with to me with the people who are just trying to so get we, stage we have a couple of questions of folks coming in on twitter that want to want to ask you yeah yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah who who's your uh soto x3 wants to know who's your <laughs> who's your favorite gilmore girl <laughs> can you respond to that can i can you uh, yeah, i know we can, soto. we can tweet him back we'll tweet him back in the break but you can give him a live answer i've never I, I know soto and that's a he knows that i've never i would never <laughs> What's what's your even... take on the DH and the MLB? This is all Soto, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> My take on the DH is that it's an easy way to play the game. I've always felt that. Your pitcher should have to hit, and there should be a hole in your order, like a dip, and they should play like normal players do, not get a crutch. Okay, we'll have the South Stands on later to actually interpret what you do. <laughs> and, yeah, the grapes are ad say you need to drink some water and brush your teeth. You're looking rough. And, uh, and, <laughs> and then uh, Grolix is asking. These uh, are all the same people. They're all soda. Grolix is asking if you can do your cam girl impression at some point. <laughs> yeah. Can We're going to we get Howard Stern you? after the break. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's more graphic than when we had the porn star on. Yeah. You had a porn star on this? We did, yeah. yeah. Somebody from Denver? Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, that's Denver awesome. Yeah. And yeah. her biggest complaint was that there's there's a lack of male talent. Yeah. That blew me away. I thought well. she was being sarcastic. She, was she just, performs she and produces. Was she cute? She's cute, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a porn star. I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe entirely hideous, right? Right, right. But there's, <laughs> <laughs> but there's some scratches on the quarter panels. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, we are going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with Ben Roy and talk about fires. Back to the Denver Diatribe. That was Westwater Outlaws, real killer Denver band. Yeah, Reminds local, local Denver band. Speaking of Dem local Denver bands, uh, we have uh, tickets to give away to Anthony Ruptak on July 10th at the Walnut Room. All you have to do is be an email subscriber and 
Uh, I'll announce the winners on July 3rd, so you'll have uh, a week before the show. And then we're also giving away two CDs, uh, two Ben Roy uh, albums, I Got Demons. Uh, yeah. Again, to email subscribers. Which fe- features masturbatory material on the inside. Yes. Yeah. Features. You'll love the inside of the cover. You'll love the inside of the cover. <coughs> and, uh, did you and, look at it? And, and what's... what's did you look at it? I looked. Did you, I got but a did you really did look, you really look at it? No, I, you, I, no, I'm going to look at it I'll later. I'll tell you the story behind you. that afterwards. Anyway. <laughs> um, our, our, our next, what we're talking about next uh, is the, the, what? Like, holy shit. The state's on fire. State's on fire. I mean, I don't, I don't know how, I don't really don't have much direction for this discussion except, holy shit, the yeah. state is on fire. A friend of mine lost his house. In Fort Collins. Oh, really? Yes. And now another friend has been evacuated and is staying with the friend who lost his house. Well, that, I mean, that, I guess that works out. They can share the hotel room, right? Right. Yeah. The most no, shocking thing to me has been the coverage about hearing in the, the Waldo Canyon fire there yes, yeah. uh, west of Colorado Springs and how it's just complete, like, this apocalyptic scene that's come out. Have you seen some of the photos? Yeah. They're just nightmarish and the stories about people fleeing, like, terrified grabbing like their kids and their dogs and like cramming the roads and people getting in fights because it's like you know smoke is billowing down and you're literally like running from this yeah. wall of flames it's found, just terrifying uh, they found a body's uh, body and an, uh, they're missing another person so the first casualty has been reported yeah right because of it they found a uh, some a body in a home that was charred so now uh, did we did we get uh governor huh. hickenlooper to say all of Colorado is burning. Uh, he, he said most. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he was what? he was markedly avoiding that. This this was in what was it two thousand two thousand one when that came in fire two thousand two and then Governor Owen Owens made the statement all of Colorado is burning yeah. and it the the tourism um, industry in Colorado flipped out because. Not all of Colorado was burning, a large part of it, but that was sort of um, <laughs> that was sort of the the governor then trying to really over-dramatize, well, trying to dramatize the, the crisis that was occurring so that you would get more federal support. That yeah, was his effort right. there, but it yeah, backfired right. because, you know, no one's going to show up to Colorado if they think it's on fire. So right? Hickenlooper, so. Uh, learning from that, has gone with the everything's fine. Uh, yeah. You know, to nothing to see here, folks. Yeah, yeah, guys, nothing. What? The smoke? A little campfire? Yeah. Denver loves barbecue. Come on <laughs> down, huh, guys? <laughs> Grab a rib. We're having a good time. <laughs> That's, this is, you know... Uh, listening to, I don't want to make, I, I, I do I, I, I'm not criticizing anybody who has any kind of spiritual beliefs, but it always makes you laugh when people are like, by the grace of God, we got out. You yeah. Know? And or I gotta, please pray. This is going to be, rain. this may right. get you some, some backlash, but I will say this. One thing I do applaud about the Jonesboro people or, <laughs> uh, the Baptists <laughs> One thing I will applaud is they at least believe that God hates us. Like they, they're not everything that they're not always finding the silver lining. They at least believe that if there is a God, He is actually carrying out that vengeance part. He's the Old Testament God that right. you know when things happen. It's not because He's He's testing you or testing yeah. your faith. No, He wants to destroy you. He yeah, wants yeah, to yeah, you. yeah. And yeah. so. If this, I'm listening. If there is not a clear sign, whether natural or divine, whatever you believed caused this, that we have done some shit wrong, <laughs> like we're doing something wrong, whether you believe in science or divinity, like we fucked something up. Like this is not, this is a sign of wrong. 
stuff. You know, this many fires this early. I'm, I've been here for 14 years, and I've never, never been never, through yeah, I've been here like for this. And here's an interesting never. stat that the iNews Network here uh, tweeted. They said, in, 19, in 1960s, there were fewer than 500 wildfires a year in Colorado. Now, 2,500 a year, a five-fold increase. Right. Well, wow. Wow. That, that's impressive. You know, and you got to, you know, there are people that wonder, is it, is it God, uh, <laughs> Complaining about it, being upset about our craft beer production. Is it? Uh, <laughs> is it? Uh, is Enough it? Is it the wood paneled bars, people? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it the pine beetles? Is it just global warming? You know, you don't know. Mm-mm. You have no idea what it really is. But it is. I, it is kind of terrifying because this is one of those rare situations where not only are the fires going on like they do every summer. But they're happening right up in our faces. I mean, there's they one are. Fort Collins. There's one at yeah. Estes Park. There's one in Colorado Springs. There's one in Boulder. And it's it's there. You can see it. Yeah. So people are actually paying attention. Right. Uh, so that, I think that's the really interesting part. We got in a really – there was a pretty heated debate on Twitter about whether or not praying is actually a valid thing to do. Because there's, there's the hashtag pray for Colorado that was like the top trending thing for a while. And then there was, uh, then there was a guy that uh, – that had a T-shirt that said something like "Pray for rain," and and people see. Were here's here's out my thing. This is garbage. We were my son and I were out on the front lawn, and there's a woman in my building that was, you know, she was doing some sort of rain dance or something. I I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what you know what ethnicity or what religion. Um, and she's got these two like horsetail looking like things, and she's dancing on the front lawn. And it was raining that after. It was a couple of days ago when we got so to it worked. Uh, you know, whatever. I just told her I was like, "Keep doing what you're doing." You know. But here's my thing: Who cares if people pray? I care if that's all you're doing. Right. That's a, okay. Here's I think, like moderation. You know, like if sure. you're gonna if you're gonna pray, nothing wrong with you praying. But let's also do some other things on the other side. You know, yeah. to, to 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 start. Something is wrong. Like I mean, this weather is not getting snowpacks, not increasing. This, right. Something is changing. And what in what type of situation would it have to get to the point then where you would actually be praying? Yeah. Can you ever imagine a scenario where things like what would that have to be? Would you I ever grew be? up Catholic, so I pray all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? I I not that I believe that there's a God. And he, but it's indoctrinated in you to when things get really bad to go. If you can just. Please get me out of this situation. You think it. You do. You, because sure. you're born with that. Yeah. You're to, that's, um, so it doesn't take a lot. Honestly, finding a red bump any within an inch <laughs> of my crotch will get me to do it. So certainly, <laughs> so certainly a 38-mile square mile wildfire has got me to pray a few times. In a, you know, like think. But uh, who cares? You know, I mean, obviously every – It doesn't hurt. Here's my thing. I think that both science and religion are doing the same exact things. They they both think that what they're doing is stopping any motions, any actions from happening. They both believe that they have the answer. I think we're more on a conveyor belt, and they're at each other's throat arguing, and we're like, but this thing is just going in a predetermined direction. I think we made some choices that science – can't fix now you know yeah. that religion can't fix that no amount of rally there is a, there is also you know it, within science and I, I always when i get into debates with lefty friends about faith that it's like everybody has faith whether whether or not you support it in, in a in a faith-based initiative kind of george bushy way 
But I mean, there is in order in order to trust in science and, and particularly like Western medicine, you have to have some level of faith in it. We it's all it's a belief of, system. Uh, it's science, still, uh, all of I have a bit about that 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 we all dilute ourselves every day. Mm-hmm. We dilute ourselves into everything you know like we delude ourselves into believing that if we work out and eat right we're going to be better people and it, and that's not the truth you end up being just i i don't drink anymore and i've said that that makes me a better person but i would argue that when i was drinking i was actually more environmentally green than i am now because when i wasn't drinking i didn't turn on a light till three in the afternoon <laughs> i ate maybe one full meal in a day you know what i mean i'd have like a burrito when i could stomach it during the hangover i didn't drive anywhere i didn't do anything would you recycle your bottles yeah and here's my thing now that i'm quote unquote i go to the gym i i take in more food than i've ever taken in before like three thousand calories a day to try to gain muscle I'm I'm drinking more water. I've actually become more destructive to the environment when I look at it on a daily basis <laughs> as a quote unquote healthier person. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking difference. Right. I think the biggest difference is you know our experience here. Like you know that's the only uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna just shit on this planet regardless. I mean everybody is. Why we, did, we are we are like we're running out of time here. Uh, see, I know just, we could go just, for two hours. We're I warming up. I just painted the soapbox. I know. I was. I know. Uh, yeah. You, just <laughs> you can take it out front after. Nah, um, <laughs> this so we're gonna do listen. some love and hates real quick here. Um, let's start with Jared. Love and hate this week. So uh, this really cool. I guess you can call it an app that was created by uh, some developers down in Colorado Springs really quickly to track, for people to be able to track incoming news about the Waldo Canyon fire. It's called the Waldo Canyon Fire Tracker app. Um, you know, they threw some code together, and what you do is you just have that as a plug-in on your Twitter feed, and it just collects all of the hashtags into one large feed. And uh, it's really amazing to me, like, how much things like Twitter – in crises like this, this is a way. This is like the board that people post like pictures of their loved ones on, uh, or you know, have you seen my dog? Or passing around news. And so I can imagine for people that are lost their homes or wondering if they lost their homes, that can be a pretty useful um, tool for them to stay connected. It's a Waldo Canyon Fire Tracker app. It's my love. Perfect, Ron. Um, I'm gonna love. Uh, we had our guest on on the show uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, we had the Denver Cruisers guys on the show a couple weeks ago, and I I've been going to their their bar. They have a bar, the 404 Wheel Club at Fourth and Broadway, and I and I, I want to love on the Thursday night uh, taco ride that they do. It's uh, they have a free happy hour buffet of free tacos from five to seven p.m. and then they go on a very mellow, quiet ride. Uh, Thursday. Com- Thursdays, uh, completely different experience from the traditional, the giant 3,000 people at Civic Center Park sort of cruiser ride, yeah. much more mellow, and free food. I'm, I'm happy to see the uh, happy hour buffets coming back. Can you, can you eat the free food and say, screw the ride, I'm going to sit here and drink? I, there's <laughs> no reason why you can't. I, I would actually uh, assume that Brad would prefer that because then you're sticking around and yeah, buying, buying beers at the bar. That's true. Uh, yeah, and then also I want to quickly love on wildfiretees.com. Uh, it's a group of graphic artists down in Colorado Springs that are designing T-shirts you can buy, and all the proceeds go towards uh, helping folks in the fire. Perfect. Ben Roy. Uh, I would like to, and this isn't because the, the You're going to love your own CD. No, I'm going to love on Illegal Pete's and the Greater Than group and – like uh, Virgil Dickerson and those guys for everything they're doing for Colorado musicians and artists 
you know, giving us a, a, an easy, affordable way to put out music and try to bring uh, some some light to what uh, Colorado artists. Yeah. And second, real quick, what Colorado comics are doing. Uh, there's a bunch of shows. There's a website and a fan page on uh, Facebook um, where all the proceeds are going to the Colorado Red Cross to help with those displaced by the. But we have been royal, and all we got was a love. You have to you have to say one thing. That yeah, you what's no, one? No, just no, just one I word. We just you guys just did love, so I thought I we were doing oh, hate. Look at so you no, just, no, oh, it's, no, it's either love or hate, either, and we're either. all apparently. I have a love. So you got to stop this one hate. I got plenty of hates. Yeah, bring it, bring it. Okay, before you do hate though, make sure folks make sure you go see the Grolix tonight. Yes, right. Yeah, it's the last Friday of every month at the Bug Theater. Come and see, and and part of portion of the the proceeds from this show are also going to the Red Cross as well. Great. Um, as far as as far as hate, you know, I hate anybody that's not supporting what illegal pizza is doing. Right <laughs> now. You know, I gotta say that it's a you know, I mean, they stir their burritos. How hard is it, Chipotle? Stir the friggin' thing up, Amen, right? You know what I mean? Stir it. Yeah, no, you don't no. want a bite of rice and then a bite of beans. Oh. Uh, you know what I do hate? I I'm tired of being. If I'm gonna say hate, I'm tired of being told that people who take acid have opened doors in their minds. That's what I'm I this has happened a lot lately and I'm It's only bath really, salts that open yeah, the doors. Yeah, bath salts. That's the way to get the third eye open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's <laughs> I'm I'm going to love on um Westward Music Showcase. I went last week and it was the first time I've gone and uh they just it you know a lot of great local bands and particularly I I wanted to point out that my favorite of it all was um um, Curious Theater, which many people probably don't know about, but they opened their doors for Westward Music Showcase, and A. Tom Collins performed there, and it was fantastic and packed. And Did it's you a, see his jank? Oh, he had on ladies' underpants. <laughs> I love, <laughs> so, I love he, did. he did. So, um, yeah, Ben Roy, thanks so much for coming Dude, on. thank you, guys. This iTunes was a lot of fun. Is where you can get, where else can you get your CD? Uh, iTunes, or you can order it from Illegal Pete's Greater Than page. Yep, perfect. Okay. Well, that's we'll all the love things. and hate we have for this week. If you'd like to share a little of your own love and hate, please leave us a brief message at 720-282-Y-E-L-L. Sign <laughs> sign <laughs> that's 720-282-9355. Our three music is by the band Houses, and our web hosting is provided by bluechannel.com. We broadcast live every Friday morning at 9 a.m. on nfnradio.com, and you can always listen to the episode on demand by subscribing to our podcast. For more information, check out our website, denverdiatribe.com, or search for Denver Diatribe on Twitter or Facebook. I'm Josh. On behalf of my co-hosts, Jared and Ron, thanks for listening. That's why I'm saying...